Hey, I'm Nyla, and you're listening to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. Get ready for faith-based conversations about food, fitness, and body image. I love fitness, and regularly you'll find me and my cat on my yoga mat sweating for a strong body to use to bless others with and glorify God with. Though I'm no longer an intuitive eating and body image coach, I am still an intuitive eater myself and will forever be grateful for God leading me to intuitive eating as I healed from a decade-long fight with an eating disorder. Friends, I encourage you as you listen to each episode to ask God to teach you something. You didn't just randomly stumble upon this podcast. No, God guided you here providentially, and He has something to encourage you with today. All right, let's dive into today's episode and see what God has for you to learn. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Nyla, your host. Today, I'm going to talk about demonic fitness sayings or phrases that you may hear. So me and my husband, we've been watching the show, oh, what's it called? I mix it up with the great Canadian baking show, but it's not about baking. It is the, I think it's called Canada's Ultimate Challenge. I I stopped myself from Googling it because I don't want to know who wins. And we, sometimes when you Google shows, you find out who wins ahead of time and that sucks. And on this show, they have turned Canada into a giant obstacle course and they go to different provinces and they have the different teams do a physical challenge. Like they had to pull an airplane and one of them, the teams of four had to pull an airplane a little ways. I think it was 15 meters, which is really cool. And there's just all these different tasks like on swinging bridges, having to move big bags of sand across and climbing up ropes and just all these different things, climbing up Olympic ski hills, running up those, just it's a really cool thing. And all the teams are assigned a coach who either was an Olympian or made it in some other top-notch sporting event. Like there's one coach who was on a Super Bowl team who won the Super Bowl. So it's a really cool show. But on one of the episodes we watched, I think it was just last night, there was a task where the teams had to be on like a railroad and use this, I don't even remember what it was called, but it's a two-person thing and you have to pump it. Kind of remind me of a teeter-totter in a way, but you're pumping up and down and they had to, they were in the Yukon and people used this as they were trying to get supplies across to pan for gold or something like that. But The point that I'm trying to make is not so much what they were doing, the contestants, but the coach. One of the coaches, the Super Bowl coach, Coach Luke, he was telling his team, you need to release your inner demon. You got to release that inner demon for this task. Like, we got to come on top. We got to get the most points. And I have never heard someone actually say that. And I turned to my husband and I said, do people actually say that? I've never heard someone say that. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's common. And to me, I thought that is just a horrid thing to confess over someone. Like, who wants to release an inner demon? Like, that's a bad thing if you have a demon in you to be released. Like, that means you're possessed. And they weren't meaning it in, oh my goodness, like in Bible days, oh my goodness, this person is possessed. We got to get the demon out. They weren't meaning it like that. They were meaning it like, release the demon power so that it's going to make you go faster. Like, that's how they were meaning it. And it's just awful that they were confessing like as if someone had had 
a demon possession in them and that that was a good thing. And it just kind of disturbed me. And I've been thinking about it all day today. And so I thought I should do an episode on it. And when I was in university, I loved fitness, still love fitness, but I used to say to motivate myself before a workout, I'd say beast mode on, like kind of like you're checking the box or turning on a switch. And I would say that. And so I would also during the workout say, come on, Nyla, you're a beast. You can do this. And you know what? I think that's the same kind of concept of release your inner demon. The Bible says in end times, people are going to receive the mark of the beast. And that is a sign that you're in alliance with the Antichrist. So why do I want to confess or label myself at all with a name, the beast, when that's what Satan and his power is referred to in the Bible? Like, it's just so bad. And anyways, I have an episode, a very early on one, called Use Your Words to Produce Food Freedom. Scripture is very clear about the power of our words. There's so many verses on it. And I'm really picky about what I say. There's a lot of common English phrases that me and my husband no longer say. Like if there's something super funny, I don't say anymore. Oh, I almost killed myself laughing. If I don't want it, I'm not going to say it. And some people might think that's extreme, but the Bible is clear that power is in our tongue. Life or death is in our tongue, in our words. And I think just we are very careless with our words and we confess things that we don't actually want. I don't say, oh, I'm dying after I heard a funny joke. I don't say that. Or if someone startles me, I don't say, oh, you gave me a heart attack. If I don't want it, I'm not going to say it. And I do think it's Satan's influence that a lot of our expressions are rooted in sickness and disease. And those things are not of God. God's will for us is to be healthy and whole and live abundantly free, vibrant lives. So anyways, just the moral of this is to be careful about what you say. And if you are doing a workout video and you hear someone say something to you, like release your inner demon or turn that beast mode on or something like that, rebuke it. Say, no, I'm not doing that because there's no demon in me. I'm a Christian. I cannot be possessed. There's already a spirit taking residence in me. So there's no room for anything else. It can't get in. And just speak truth to it. Even if it's not as extreme of things like that, even if a workout trainer will say, like the other day I was doing kind of like a bar workout and she was saying, okay, you guys, you sure earned that rest. And I said, no, we don't earn our rest. We just get rest because we're humans. I don't have to earn my rest breaks by performing a certain way in a workout. I spoke that to the TV. So speak back to the TV and you're doing it for your benefit. They can't hear you, but you want to have truth spoken over you and don't let the last thing you heard about rest or whatever the topic is be a lie. You want the truth to be the thing that gets the final word. So I'm going to end this episode. I hope it gave you some things to think and ponder on. And I really, really hope that you're more mindful of what words you choose to say in the gym, in your home workout gym, just in any settings, whether it be how you respond when someone tells you a joke or just really be mindful of the English sayings that you're saying and maybe you need to tweak them and cut some out of your vocabulary and ask God for replacements. He's so faithful. For a while, I'm like, I don't know how to express myself, like to emphasize what I'm saying that I really thought a joke was funny if I can't say any of these phrases anymore. And he's given me other ones to use that are not terrible. That would be fine if they happened to me. So hope you have a good rest of your day and thanks for hanging out and listening to this 
short and sweet episode. So are you currently a one-woman Christian entrepreneur show? Wow, that is a mouthful to say. Being a one-woman show, maybe a little more than a tad stressful? I love helping other Christian entrepreneurs run their businesses by doing the things that they don't really like so that they can focus on the things that they feel that God is calling them to do. And so then I can focus on doing the things that God is calling me to do on the behalf of other businesses. I love to support fellow Christians by managing the behind the scenes of their businesses so they can have more time and energy to do the parts of the business that they really love. And when I first started my coaching business, I quickly realized I had to wear all the hats. I had to be my own website designer, I had to be my own podcast editor, I had to be my own graphic designer, my own bookkeeper, and on and on and on. And that took a lot of self-learning and asking my husband and all these other people for help. But you do not have to be a one-woman show. You can delegate. Delegate is a beautiful word. So if you are interested in my virtual assistant services for other Christians who are in business, who are women, visit my website, which is linked in the show notes, 